Hey, Alberto Limpiera here with the Nothing Market Podcast. Today, five things. First, Thanksgiving in 2020 amid the COVID pandemic and the takeout trend. Stories coming to Twitter as fleets. BuzzFeed acquiring the Huffington Post. Also, we are going to chat with Gerard Comte, founder of findandlead.com. And we're going to think about what is the impact of going into a world without cookies and third-party data for marketers. All these and more in this episode of the Not Your Marketer podcast. Stick around. Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of the Not Your Marketer podcast. I'm so glad you have decided to join me once again. Thank you once again for all the messages and comments that help me improve with every episode of this podcast. We are just preparing ourselves for the holiday season back in, in, in the U.S. Everybody is uh, celebrating uh, the coming week, uh, Thanksgiving, which is one the main Uh, holiday uh, for gathering in families. And today is going to be different. In 2020, is not going to be being celebrated as it used to be celebrated. So without any further ado, let's jump into the first headline. How is the U.S. market and U.S. customers going to adapt to the 2020 Thanksgiving. As I mentioned, uh, this year has been bringing a lot of difficulties and a lot of um, troubles for many companies. However, right now we have a, a, a bit of a, an opportunity for some local restaurants because many people will not travel during the Thanksgiving holiday to gather with families and friends because of the restrictions, because of the of the, the whole situation in the U.S. With the, with the pandemic. So this is going to affect the way Thanksgiving is celebrated this year. The first thing, probably people are going to celebrate in smaller groups. Uh, they're going to be looking for doing things easy and fast, especially with so many states in the U.S. Uh, suggesting or recommending to have the Thanksgiving dinners uh, short and, I mean, with the least amount of people gathering. Uh, if people leave, I mean, if you live in a, in a state where or in a city where you, the, the weather is not that cold, They suggest that you try to celebrate it and have dinner outside rather than inside. If you, however, are going to celebrate it inside or indoors, um, they recommend that you open, I mean, crack the windows so that the, the air can renew itself more easily. So one thing uh, that customers are going to be looking for Uh, just for the sake of making things easy or easier and fast, is going to be uh, taking a look at takeout menus. So this is something that has been ramping up 
very quickly in some local restaurants in, in, in different cities across the country. So take out uh, side dishes, for example, to complement uh, the homemade menu. I mean, like the turkey, if you're going to uh, make your own turkey. This is something that uh, can be uh, or can, can represent some kind of uh, opportunity for, for local uh, business owners, right? So it, some people are going to look for the home menu to be the liver to take take it out. I mean to take it uh, and pick it up on on the on restaurants. Others are going to just look for specific uh, dishes from from the traditional Thanksgiving menu. However, I mean either way, this is something that a lot of local restaurants can leverage on. And obviously, one of the things that they should be aware of is how they can take advantage of digital tools like the Google My Business Car, Instagram Shopping, Instagram uh, local businesses uh, tags, and so forth. I mean, all these new features that throughout the 2020, all the tech, te I mean, tech giants like Google, Facebook, Instagram, for that matter, they have been improving and promoting for the sake of helping out local and small business owners to 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 get to as much people as possible and to highlight the their whole business, their products, their services. I mean, there this is one of the one of the reasons why you should uh, be using all those um, all of those uh, tools and features uh, available to, for you. So we are going to see how these develop. Uh, but as, as I mentioned, uh, an, an article from the BBC talks about how uh, the tradition is going to be uh, a little bit different in 2020. Also, they have um, interviewed some business owners and how they are going to tackle these holiday uh, in particular, with all the, I mean, with all the the challenges, but also how are they going to take advantage of this new opportunity? Okay, so less than ten percent. This is quoted in the BBC article. Less than ten percent of Americans typically eat Thanksgiving dinner at a restaurant because, I mean, this is something that is usually um, cooked at home. However, things have changed, and they uh, estimate that uh, in some cities in, in the country, that 10% go up on uh, up until 30% or even more for people looking for getting their turkey from a restaurant. So once again, every time a door is shut, a uh, window is cracked open. So the thing here is that you have to be prepared to take advantage of those opportunities that it will transform into new business and probably trying to get to a new target audience to make it loyal and to make yourself known across a new market. So going on to the next headline. So Twitter has introduced its take on Instagram stories or Snapchat natural way of sharing content, which is called Fleets. So Flits is just that. It's just the copycat of another copycat, which was Instagram Story. These tweets are going to disappear in, or Flits 
are going to disappear uh, after 24 hours. You are going to have a very straightforward way of creating the, the, the fleets. Works exactly the same as Instagram stories, exactly the same as you would expect uh, if you were uh, or you are uh, a Snapchat user. So one of the things that interested me the most is we uh, m one month ago, we saw LinkedIn introducing their own version of stories. Right now, we have Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, LinkedIn, and Twitter, all of them using almost the same set of features. We have Instagram messaging, we have their own version of post that can include either text, videos, or pictures. Aside from that, you have, of course, stories. So differentiation between all these social media platforms are less and less focused on the actual feature or set of features that they offer to the user, but more kind of on the look and feel and of course, in the kind of topics that are discussed in that specific uh, medium. So if you take, for example, Twitter, Twitter is the king of politics discussions, especially uh, during election periods or whatever. But nevertheless, Twitter has always been seen as the place to go if you have a complaint, if you want to express your own opinion uh, without having to elaborate too much on the content, right? So on Instagram, Instagram has been always been more focused to, um, or lean toward another, uh, on a more curated and more produced kind of content. But it's interesting that we, I mean, and, and I think this is going to be the issue, especially for us marketers. If you take a look at how brands and personal, I mean, and users, I mean, individual users, uh, for the sake of their personal brand, are using stories across all these set of different um, st uh, platforms. It's, I mean, they do the same exactly. I mean, they replicate the same content. I mean, this is a general rule, but this is what I have seen. They replicate the same content on across all the platforms. And I think, and I believe, this is not what is intended to, because you have to think about the nature of each platform, the nature of the, of, and the kind of users that lives and thrive in each of those uh, platforms. But nevertheless, for brands, even, even for large brands, it's going to be more difficult because you, you will have to create more segments on different uh, features for different um, social media platforms. I mean, you will have to create, and at the beginning, you, you only had to think about uh, stories, kind of story-like content for Snapchat if, if you were in Snapchat. Right now, you have to think about stories if you are on almost all of those platforms. Of course, you you don't have to use them, right? I mean, you are going to be off the hook if you just keep posting tweets, especially if you use Twitter for more of a customer uh, customer support kind of channel. But the thing here is that usually the users that 
um, post and take advantage of more and more of the features available for um, these uh, platforms, they are rewarded with more exposure, with more uh, reach that will lead to more engagement. And that is obviously one way of forcing, kind of forcing users and brands to use and to implement those new features. So my take on this is that we are going to, as marketer, we, we, we have to think very thoroughly about how are we going to deal with these many ways and channels. I mean, these are like different kind of channels to communicate with our customers, okay? So that it makes sense, not only for the kind of communication that we do, but also but for the kind of user that consume each kind and each typology of content throughout these social media platforms. So coming to the next headline, BuzzFeed has announced that it's going to acquire the Huffington Post. And this is, I mean, this is something, this is huge news, okay? Because even though uh, BuzzFeed has said that no reductions and no uh, downsampling on an Huffington Post is going to happen, if you think about the nature of these two content giants, it's going to be difficult to avoid uh, cannibalization of the content because sometimes they are they targeting the same audience okay and we are i mean these are i mean alongside with maybe business insider these were part i mean th these were the main players of a, a huge and a new wave of uh, new upcoming new media that thought about i mean their business model was revolving um, surrounding or around the, the idea of serving the content users wanted to see, wanted to consume for the sake of gathering more and more traction. So this is, I mean, these are the, the main example, I mean, great examples of how to do content marketing right uh, in order to make people keep coming in over and over again to your platform to consume that kind of content. What is interesting, though, is how are they going to manage the change? Uh, and I mean, not only the, the the change of hands, I mean, in terms of the ownership, but how are they going to reshape the kind of content that is going to be published and posted on each of those platforms, especially on the fields that they can be overlapping? One thing that worries me, kind of, is that we were and headed to a very, I would say, healthy uh, digital media environment where we had uh, a, many, many uh, robust uh, new media players like BuzzFeed, Huffington Post, Business Insider, and many other more. If we start to see a new wave of acquisitions to make the market less fragmented, what this could make is to, I mean, to transform what was supposed to be like a, um, a rebuke of how traditional media works 
in the terms of being more uh, diverse in not only in opinions, but in, 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 in the sources that users can have for, for, getting, for getting their content into having just two or three or four main publishers that are going to uh, have the power over many, many uh, different um, outlets. I know I may be uh, rushing on this conclusion or these thoughts, but I think that sometimes we have to think about this because even though it, I, it would be great to see what uh, the people from the HuffPost team and BuzzFeed uh, get along, I mean, the, what they managed to, to come up with uh, being so creative and having such high quality content. Uh, the future looks kind of blurry for me, especially in this field that it's still so young. But well, we will have to wait and see for what's up coming. Moving forward, a couple days ago, I talked with Gerard Comte, the founder and CEO of findatlead.com and many other digital apps and tools for doing things on, about marketing on the internet, especially focused toward uh, growth, ha growth hacking, to talk about entrepreneurship, especially during these difficult times. And we talk about uh, what, what were the things that motivated him to being an entrepreneur, to start their own startup, uh, how they have been able to keep growing and growing, and just to understand a little bit of what, it's what it takes to be a successful entrepreneur in 2020. So I will leave you with the interview. I hope you like it. Hey, today I have uh, with me Gerard Comte, founder of Find That Lead and many other amazing apps uh, to talk about a little bit about entrepreneurship. Okay, so welcome, Gerard. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, Alberto. So uh, be before starting with the interview, ca can you explain to us why are you inside a, a camper right now? Why I'm inside of my car? It's not because um, I think coronaviruses has helped uh, SaaS businesses and I'm one of them. And I think we just like last time we were confined at home for last three months, we were like nearly dying with my girlfriend and our business really showed off. Um, I just decided to do a world tour around the world. That's it. It's just like we just bought a new van. Uh, it's a California beach. With a, we, we make sure everything was ready and we just left. And it's been now um, four or five months. And the idea was to go to Thailand. And yeah, we are going to Thailand, but we extended and we will be driving until um, Thailand. And then that by May, we will be in Thailand. And then from May on, We'll be driving to China, Russia, Alaska, and then going down Canada and US and and Europe uh, and, and and South America and until the end of America. We don't know if it's possible. We know Thailand, it was impossible. And now it's something that we are in Turkey today. And yeah, this is, this is uh, by the way, uh, since we, since I did that, my company has really like, Double the, the, the turnover, just to let you know. It's so cool. So I was the bottleneck on the company and it's like, wow, what the hell, man? I was a bottleneck in my own company. That That is so cool. So well, scary. 
so inspiring. Yeah, totally, totally. So for those of you who are not watching the, the video version of the podcast, uh, Gerard is inside a van uh, right now. As, as he said, uh, he's in Turkey. In the middle of all this tree, nowhere. Yeah, in the middle of a wood. Uh, he started the, the to travel from, from Barcelona. So, so, so really cool. So ca can you uh, share with me and with the audience, uh, how did you start it as an entrepreneur? I think was I wasn't really I didn't know what was entrepreneur. I wanted to wear t-shirts and 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 shorts while I was going to work and somehow I ended up in a incubator. It was an incubator here in Barcelona. I really liked them, but I didn't know what was entrepreneurship. Before that, I was actually looking for a job and I never found a job. Seriously, I was being I was rejected from. 100%. I mean, for every job interview I was going, I was being rejected. Number one, I did my master's degree, my university. I had English. I had uh, really, I was super well prepared, but I just couldn't find any job. And the thing is, I think the ADNA, and we all have ADNA, entrepreneur ADNA. It's not like, oh, so you're born or you're not. No, you everyone is born. The same too. Everyone can work and everyone can entrepreneur. And it's like, I think if the right time comes and you have the right idea at the right time um, and you're super mega lucky, maybe, maybe you can live from it and maybe you can make a little bit of money and maybe in 100 years you're a little bit more famous. And I think it's more about being at the right time, right moment, with right effort and very luckily. Great. So one thing that you that you mentioned is uh, not being able to find the right fit when going through interviews, right, uh, with companies. And this is something that uh, I think I, I have a little bit of that my own, but I also hear that from many of my students, like they're trying to look for a job and it's difficult for them to find uh, the right company. So obviously they think about becoming entrepreneurs, but then mm -hmm. they, they struck with the wall of, okay, but I don't have any idea. So... This is this is another question that I, I wanted to ask you. So is it super important to have a business idea at the beginning or can you make it out as you go on the way? Yeah, I think, and Alberto, the most important thing at the beginning is the first month to make money. Yeah. That's it. That's the only business idea that works. The first month that you open the door of your business, that you will make money. That doesn't not. There is no one person that cares about your business idea. They, we don't believe about anything. I had a business idea that was um, to have a boiling water that will never end and it will be always be hot. Something like business ideas are are, are useless. And what is really reality is the important in any business and the, the number one rule is make money from day one that's it my friend if you just about to do entrepreneurship make sure you make money from day one if you have a business idea if you have a business plan if you like yes but number one on only rule is make money from day one that's it and it's that's the only way your business will survive and yes find that it made money from day one and we were 
doesn't matter what you sell, man. Just sell stuff on Amazon or on eBay while you're developing your business idea. And and if you speak to Christian, my business partner, man, I was crazy selling things on Wallapop for the first two or three years. I was taking things from the rubbish and selling it. And I can show you my Wallapop. I was I was really like making the, the extras with the Wallapop. I wasn't selling databases. I was selling things I used to find on the bin. And I, this this is a true story. And but day one we saw we were selling databases to people and but we were not always luckily. That means if you are about to do entrepreneurship, I don't give shit about your domain, your website, your business car. Just make sure from day one you sell something, make it easy for someone to buy and make it easy for yourself and have an easy life because it has never been easier to start your own business. And I seen people starting from zero to X amount each month by nothing. Right. So, yeah, so uh, we, we hear that a lot. Like uh, nowadays, it's super easy or it's I mean, it's never been easier to start your own business as as it is right now, especially uh, throughout the, the COVID pandemic. I mean, more and more people you saw more and more people become very creative in how they can make money. Right. So. What would you, I mean, you, you, can, you can share with us the, those that you confronted with, but what, what would you say were, would be the main challenges when trying to make, I mean, to sell something, to be sure that you can make money so that you can keep on going, right? What would you say are think, the, main, uh, the main challenges? Yeah. Um, if we have a, uh, if we don't have a clear north star, I would say if we don't have a clear path where we're going to go, you're mm, not going to make it. Sometimes we think it's possible when we see our best friend doing it. Only then, only then. Seriously, mm -hmm. and it's not. Um, if we don't have like, if we believe in ourselves, then it's going to be so much easier. That's the only thing. And there is no, there's no magic ball that is going to tell you yes or, or no, you're going to be making it. And just be sure you can make it, man. And sometimes when I do a one-to-ones to my to my students and people I, I teach, I say number one question is, what happens if your project is not going to go well? Hmm. First question I ask, what happens if the project you're doing doesn't go well? Most of the people will tell me, well, I can find another job easily. It's like, you're out, my friend, you're out. Zero commitment, motherfucker. Mm. And this is seriously, it's so sad. And a mother, when it's pregnant with the baby, what happens if your baby is not, doesn't born? This is not going to happen. I feed him, I love him. And, and, and this is the energy that you have to give to your project. It's just full love, commitment, that what you're just about to give to the world is the best version of yourself. And it's just like, wow, it's pure magic. Seriously, when I see uh, over 200,000 people using Find That Lead on a daily basis, that I do not check the bank accounts ever. When I see a, a full flux of the balance positive, and when we, we're not crazy employing new people, but we are getting new people to the team and growing, um, Alberto, there's nothing, nothing better to the world. And it's not about the money or the team. It's something that you created. It's automatically growing by itself. And that's it. That's a dream. And, and if I wouldn't have put the effort and the focus and the love in the beginning, 
Yeah. And this is basically, I believe in me when I was the first day, send the first email, the second email. And number one thing, guys, don't ever, ever, ever be ashamed of yourself about the how bad you're doing it because you will always do it bad if you compare it to yourself or a year earlier or a year after. Yeah, great. So what, you mentioned commitment and maybe overcoming difficulties that, I mean, you are always going to have problems and issues along the way, right? So obviously being resilient would be uh, one of the skills, I mean, soft skills that an entrepreneur should have. So if you had to list three uh, skills that every entrepreneur must have or, or, or must develop, because you can, de I mean, you can become resilient. I mean, you can learn through life. To, to overcome uh, adversities, right? Uh, which would be uh, those those skills? At least to myself, number one is adventures. Man, you need to like the adventure, no adventure, no fun. Uh, respect, respect for yourself, respect for your partners, for your team, for your users. Um, grateful, being grateful, grateful, great, great, grateful. Thank you very much for what I have, man. Thank you very much. And, and loving, love, love, love. You know, that's like the logo in here of my company. And we just did a new logo for the trip. And yeah, adventure, thankfulness, love, and respect. They are like more, this is very common stuff, but and we forget this is, the, this is the, the flower to the cake, man. If you miss any of that, the rest is, is doesn't work. The core of the business has to be very strong very strong then that means whatever you build whatever you pivot on it's just going to be brilliant and i think it's super important and what's the impact you're going to be giving to the world what what is it it's not and and please watch everyone i'm sure you did it the simon sinek the the golden circle you know it's the new vision mission of any company what's the core man what's the why What's the why? My why took me a long time. Um, this is like uh, help the global communication. When I heard that, it's like, wow, I really want to wake up when I'm tired, man. I help the company to do universal communication. This is foof. doesn't matter if it's through email or if it's through WhatsApp or, you know, then this is, this is a beautiful energy and it's just a, a, a higher call for entrepreneurs. We can change the world. This is... And I was talking to someone else the other day. It's like, it's not like Telefonica. Who's the CEO? I don't know. Uh, who's the CEO of Shell? I don't know. But who's the CEO of Facebook? It's this fucking guy who just in the, you know, Steve Jobs. And just, I think that, uh, let's face it, I'm not going to be Steve Jobs or... or, or well, well or nev never Mark say Zuckerberg. never, right? Yeah, but come on, Alberto. Let's be <laughs> let's be realistic, you know. And and can I have the charge, please? And but the, the, what I want to tell you is, get inspired by these guys. These guys were they were humans. They were not like now. Probably they're not humans anymore. But they were humans once once a some time ago, and they did change the the life of millions of people. They changed the the way Elon Musk and his people super focus, and they in another level, yes. But in a smaller level, you know, I think it's the power to to be part of many many lives. I think it's it's just the best 
just the best thing. And it's not about the numbers. It's not about the money. It's about the implementation, the change, and how you value yourself after seeing thousands, hundreds of thousands of using your products. Great, great, awesome. So after you have your, you had your projects going on, when was the moment that it hit you? Like, man, this is something really useful. I mean, was it when you got the first 100 uh, customers? Was it mm. in a, in a or, or, or was, I don't know, a message from a client that says, man, I really love your your product. I, I You saved my life or whatever. When when did it hit you that? Yeah, with it, with it I knew the tool uh, find that lead uh, was going to, was going to be well. I mean, I knew that because I, it was a tool that I needed, number one. And, you know, I didn't need market fit or mat anyone to tell me that the tool was good. We we did a few hacks, but the first time I really like, mm, that's going to make money. It was when we did that sumo a few years ago. The first time it was like, oh, we got 50K in like two or I don't know, one month. Something like this. It was, wow, man, that's impossible. It's crazy. And, and, and it was then, it's like, wow, it was so automatic and everything was like, it was crazy then. It was crazy. And that's very man. I mean, finally, it's still very small company. Yeah. If you compare to when I started, it's a million times bigger, but, um, it's, wow. What about if, if, when I make 10, uh, 10 million a year, you know, how, how, how is it going to be? And these questions I generate to myself, will I be a tool that, uh, turns over to do and 200 or 300,000 a year obviously we, we overpass that but oh what about when i do 5 million a year what's 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 going to be the difference of the company am i going to be the same ceo am i going to have a bigger team but no sometimes i read books and you know well sometimes a lot uh but one of them obviously is jason fry from rework and that's that's kind of like a a structure of a company i do follow on beliefs and and we just took out the meetings. We were doing for, uh, too many meetings with women. And now we do one meeting on Fridays. It was more a, a social thing. We do have a weekly. We don't use any camps or notion. We do we do use our Excel with Google and super simple. I right? just like adding. and and But we have created something which is unique and is uh, the team works by itself beautifully. And I was a bottleneck that I had to get out. And and that's it. We just seeing, a, I'm just doing a lot of new things to the company that it's, it's, it, it's coming up with such a great results. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And number one thing I would just say to anyone, just no fear and freedom. And again, that's, that's super, but do not have a fear of any action that you're feelings are telling you, you know, it's just like if you feel leaving something, just do it because there is no fear of the worst thing that can happen is nothing, man. You probably can come back home and have hot food with your parents or your best friend can help you. Mm. That's it, man. What's the worst thing that can happen? If you choose something because you want it, you're going to make sure you make it work. That's like that. And and let me tell you very short, Alberto. I I was smoking a lot 
you know, I was smoking a lot in Barcelona. I, I really like, I wasn't addicted to smoking. And we left the trip one day, I ran out of cigarettes and didn't feel like smoking anymore. That's it, man. This is like, what the fuck, man? Are you serious? Are you serious or easy? Yes, it's as easy as, as it is now. And any, any willing, no, I don't think I will come back to smoke. Sometimes we believe, yeah, you have to do this and X and Y. And this is giving you such a, you know, following the path, yeah, I need to find a job, buy a house. No. How about if you just don't do anything? Uh, start by taking a holiday, feel relaxed, find an amazing product that you can see somewhere in the market, uh, put it in Amazon, start making money, make millions, buy a house, buy a house for your parents, for your mother. You know, sometimes if we do whatever we want, it ends up hundred times in a better place than when we should if we thought about that great great so yeah i i think just to complement uh, a little bit of your what, what you said i mean you have to lose the the fear of uh i mean to make fun of yourself right like without I, we have like all these preconceived notions that mm -hmm. oh we don't i don't have, i don't i shouldn't do this i shouldn't post this because what is going to um, i don't know my friends what are they going to say about me, my colleagues and yeah. so forth. So yeah, great. So do you, would you recommend to plan way ahead of things? I mean, you, 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 you just said it like, uh, we, sometimes we are just like side blinded to, I mean, I need to graduate from college, do a master's degree, do this, get a job, uh, get a, I mean, earn some money. And sometimes, I mean, life road is not a straight one, right? It's like you have like many curves and many side roads that will lead you to success as well. So would you recommend to to be very, I mean, to stick to to a plan very thoroughly or? I do have, I do have a North Star where it's a plan to three years. Yeah, you need to plan. Number one, you need to have a North Star where you want to be in. Uh, this is something that, um, You don't need anything that I went to my duplex and back. I mean, <laughs> uh, you don't need to. You don't need. You don't need crazy amount of stuff. Just write stuff down, and and you don't need like uh, 20 pages. Just uh, my intake for everyone in the podcast, and you haven't done plan your life. Get right now, put pause, and you just write in where you want to be. Just like one month, three months, six months three years and 10 years, how much money you want to have in your bank account? What do you want to own? A flat, a house, a car? What do you want to do with your life? Man, that's it. You plan your 10 years, your lifetime. In, and, and, and really, this is like 10 minutes work. That's it. You don't need any therapeutical or anything, okay? And, and just pause, go back 30 seconds, repeat it again and do it, please. And once you have that, that's like, okay, that's my imagination. I throw it up there. You will do things to, to, you will do things to follow that up. I do every three or four months, I renew my North Star and I have a different documents and uh, I, yes, 100%. Do I follow them? No, I write them and it's kind of a self-exercise that I do and Super important, super important. Where you want to be in the next, how much money you want to have in the account, how many users, how much money each company will have, uh, what things I want to own, what things I want to do, 
what things, what new techniques, I don't know if yoga or English, and super important. This is, your mind, your mind is the best uh, um, brujula. How you call it? A compass. Brujula. Compass. Yeah, your your brain is the best compass you you have, and it will guide you. Because if you don't have any guidance, and your best friend tells you uh, you cannot make more than five thousand dollars a month, that's what you will make. Yeah. But if your best friend comes to you and tells you, Jared, just make a hundred thousand this month, you can also do it. How you would you? How would you feel? And seriously, it's a lot of people making a hundred k a month. Personally, okay, I'm not saying they're making that money. Just to let you know, oh, okay, Alberto, yeah. I'm not saying oh, I make hundred k, okay, but I'm just telling you, if my best friend and I had some years ago, I remember a best friend came to me, is like, Jared, I make. 20k a month. I'm like, no, that's impossible. Man. That's impossible. Yeah, it's 100% possible. You know, it's like, wow, man. It's not about the money. I do talk a lot about the money. It's not. This is the value that people that we're giving. But um, this is how it is. If we have a best friend that comes to us and say, Jared, how is it to run 100k, man? What are you going to do? You're going to run 100k because yeah. your best friend is doing it and you know he can do it, then you do it. That's the same. And if we mark where we want to be and plan, then this is kind of our best friend telling to me that I can do it. Yes, please plan, but please be super mega flexible. And and it's one book that it's a must read and it's called um, The Surrender Experiment. Please, Surrender Experiment. Let everything, let, let the life follow his own path. Don't listen to anyone. And if anything just comes along, just take it, man. Just take it. Just take it like a big boy and and accept it. You know, life sometimes gives you shit and sometimes you wake up in the middle of nowhere and it's not where you want to be, but it's your own self that decides if it's, if it's good or not. After all, we create our own reality. And the same on a day-to-day, on a day-to-day life, sometimes you wake up and your business partners told, all your company, all your ideas, and your employees, and he's gone and do a new business. Happened to me when I started the other company. It's like, wow, it doesn't take you a second. You just do a new one, man. Mm. And just let amazing people come to you. And sometimes you have a business partner that came to you and started working, and you don't realize he's amazing until it took a few years. You know, accept who's coming to join your group, even if you think, mm, he's is he's the correct? He's not. Sometimes just uh, surrender to what's coming to you because it's we can learn from good and from bad. It's not. Uh, we cannot judge if it's a good experience or bad experience. If we like it or if we dislike it, you know. Sometimes sport we dislike it, but it's like super healthy for us. The same. Yeah. Sometimes a, a, a business yeah. person comes to us and we don't really like them, but that's probably the person who's going to help us grow more and you probably have it that in the in the in the doctorado when you do it that the worst person who's bothering you is probably you the guy to be more helpful yeah more. yeah totally that's the same yeah. with experiences with customers i'm not saying i'm not saying uh, take shit from anyone okay this is super important just just surrender to the experiences that happens and just take and the, the right amount of it ego right? outside of yeah, exactly. A little pinch of, uh, I think, acceptance and and 
yes, man, it's it's super important acceptance and just let it flow. And I haven't talked about that. Yeah, metrics, objectives, numbers, but God's intuition and love, it also makes uh, very important. I would just say metrics, numbers are kind of the car and love and intuition is who's driving the car. Okay, one with the other doesn't make, wouldn't go anywhere. So, uh, final question here, uh, before because I, I want you to tell us a little bit about uh, your uh, project and what you do. Uh, but if you could go back in time 10 years ago, what would you say to Gerard Comte from t 10 years ago? Yeah, man. Uh, buy, buy stocks from, buy bitcoins, buy apple.com.s. Buy Bitcoin, motherfucker. <laughs> but I would just like, obviously, I don't have any investment in that. Mm, how easy would it have been to start my company earlier, man? It's like, I, I do not say it early enough. You are late or ready to start. Just come on, guys. It's so easy. Just buy a domain. Go to Fiverr. Do a shitty, at this MVP of any idea that you have from a guy in Fiverr, spend $2,000, 500 euros, have it up and put it, you can even sell the whole business in 1kproject.com and you can make 5K easily, you know? That's it, man. Website, do a Chrome extension that does anything. Mm, then go to 1K Project and sell it or just find users. To find users, you can use scrubbing.in. You know, it's a LinkedIn lead generation by scrubbing. And to find the email, find that lead. X and Y. No, I'm just serious. It's now better than ever. Anyone can create an agency, a business, and everyone needs new customers, blogs, SEO, uh, financial, uh, uh, document. I mean, everyone needs everything. And we're not just like, and there is not, it's not going to be, a Walmart, like what I want to say, you can be the small corner shop and you can still making a fortune, you know, a fortune to me will make, I don't know, five, ten million dollars a year. I will be like a crazy fortune, you know, it's like sometimes we think about, no, Telefonica makes hundred billion and I want to work for, a, no, man, you want to work for a company that make five million and you want to be the boss. You will make more money than, than Telefonica you will ever make in there. And and that's that's the thing, man. It's super important. And I would just say, do it as early as possible. And a website or a podcast, for example, or just like do it now. Just yeah. practice it and yeah. just have it as a hobby. And then in two years, you will see some results. It's start now, whatever you want. And start now, whatever you want. Stop. Second thing is just just delete Instagram. Facebook and anything that takes you out of of the North Star that you want. Not even your computer, but that that cannot be. If you check your mobile, cannot be 100% of my time has been. And I would just say a good exercise would be to everyone right now. Put stop. I go go here and say uh, tiempo de uso, which is in here, and then tens dos, and then it's five hours. And make sure your apps and let me just see uh, what is the time I want to show it to you, man. I'm so, what is the uh, limits, times activity should be here, no parameter limits, I don't know, times activity. 
should be the apps that I show. I don't know where oh, yeah. Yes, okay, perfect. This is, do you want to see this, that this Google Maps, obviously, because that's I'm traveling, WhatsApp, because it's communication, YouTube, because it's like meditations and stuff, Gmail, that's it, man. You don't want to do Instagram, Facebook, and I like it, and I watch it on my PC, but try to make sure to, they want to take your time, man. Time is precious. Spend yeah. it on your objective. Don't spend it and don't give your time to Mark Zuckerberg and all, all those big guys are already millionaires, guys. Take your own time for yourself. Great, great. So that would be two great pieces of advice. First, start now. And second, don't waste your time. I mean, like, don't give your time away. I mean, you're, give, you're giving away money, yeah. right? Because time is money. Yeah, yeah that's right. Great. So thank you so much, Gerard, for so many uh, great insights. So for those who uh, don't know uh, what Gerard, it's, uh, I mean, what he works on, he, as I mentioned, he's the founder of Find and Lead, which is a great tool for finding emails through the internet. Uh, but he also has two other um, great tools, Scrabbing and Meerkat. Find that fake signature maker, yeah, man. Yeah, go on, yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah. Okay, okay, go on. Uh, explain, no, no, explain a little bit about what all uh, these ca- uh, all I these think, great features. Yeah, I think I think the big baby now is growing so fast is uh, Scrabbing. It's S C R A B. I will leave a link for all the all the oh, all your art. Make sure uh, Alberto, you leave your you leave your um. Uh, my referral, referral link, yeah. And, yeah, and you get 10%, they get 10%, Great. you know, this is, this is awesome. And the thing is, it's basically for linking automation, and I'm just going to leave with that, uh, find that lead, Meerkat, um, a signature maker, and other ones are, but today, if you remember scrubbing a LinkedIn automation tool that will change your life, that's it. You can send 500 messages a day, which is around 15,000 messages for only $12. Man, how much it costs a lead? Well, make sure with scrubbing, you just get it done easily. And this is like, seriously, it's something that I use daily. I see life transform and it's a must. It's a must to automate your LinkedIn. And scrubbing better than ever. And that, that sounds like a, a pay advertisement. Yeah, but but, it's, so. but it is not. I, I have used Scrabbing in the past uh, for, for I mean, for transparency's sake. But, uh, I mean, it's, it, it's great because it gets, I mean, it gives you time. I mean, because if not, if you wanted to contact a lot of people uh, and you get, you, you wanted not to talk with, with people and get in touch with uh, and grow your network on LinkedIn, uh, it would take a lot of time, but with scrapping, you can try. I mean, it's good. I mean, it's, it's that it's give, give you, give your time back to you. So I totally highly recommend it for any of you working with, uh, LinkedIn strategies. Trying to find, oh, I don't know where their heart. Well, about Viajamos Libres, that's the Instagram account that I asked you. I will, I will, I will, I will leave the link. I will leave the link for all, all of that in okay, the in the show description in, in the show notes wonderful. because you can follow. Libres for... Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. 
Yeah, Instagram. Viajamos libres on Instagram. My girlfriend is really like she loves Instagram, and she's running it. And I think it's it's beautiful and super inspiring to show how we're doing the trip and how sometimes hard it's our life living in three by three and cooking, living, working here full time. Especially during uh, the COVID pandemic, that has made us think like we are locked down. So we are not entirely locked down, right? I mean. There's always uh, opportunities to know what to run free. Our little baby. and I don't know. We don't we don't know what's a lockdown anymore. And Turkey, where we are, people doesn't even wear masks. The area where we are, just to let you know how that um, makes me think so much about who is uh, above us and who is X and Y. It is not something that I'm, I'm, I'm ready to share, but, you know, it's like, mm, strange, man. Yeah. Why some countries are more clogged than others? The idea is create your own universe in a way. This is our own little universe. And it's possible nowadays with internet, you can be in the middle of nowhere, uh, reading your own news, working, making your own money. You don't need contact with people that you don't want. I mean, Choose you, choose your own universe better than ever. And, and chances are your business is going to start growing faster as it happened to to Gerard and find that lead, right? Like going out of the office and getting out of the way. Like we are I mean, surprised. We don't want we don't want to leave the office. We don't want to leave. We have an, a beautiful office. Just it's no point, man. And we we're like, okay, what are we going to do? no one wants to go back to the office. I'm certainly not going back. I said to the guys, I'm not going back. That's it. And and people said, hmm, we don't know. We're going to, I think for the next year, we're going to maintain because probably if Corona, obviously coronavirus is going to finish and then, oh, let's see how it works. But I'm not going back for the next two years for sure. Everyone is advised. Like, right. Well, that, yeah. Hmm. I mean, that, it, it, it may, let's make this the, the bright side of, of COVID, right? Like, Uh, make making making the case and pushing people to finally break free from uh, offices if they want. I mean, they are yeah, always exactly going to. That's why we they're going. It. They're going to be able to have it. But uh, if you want to just travel the world, let's do that. I mean, you can see. I, I was I was asking off cameras, uh, Gerard, about how, about the internet connection, and uh, he uses a, a I don't know, like a 4G modem or something know. like that. Uh, but I mean, oh, it works. It works like a charm. I mean, no, no lag or whatever. And he's in the middle of a I'm wood the, uh, of the woods, as as you can see, where? in the middle of Turkey. And I mean, there's no limits. I mean, it's it's 2020. No limits. 21st century. So well, great. And the thing is, I make. And seriously, we make more money. We work less time. Uh, My dog is happier than ever that I can just open the door and It's totally understandable. Yeah. Yeah, and my girlfriend as well, and and that's it. There's no there's no limits. And if we don't have limits, somehow it's like okay, can we have no limits in helping more people find emails, uh, growing our tool better? Uh, it's like wow, man. Yes, you can. Yeah, like you became much limitless in many own things, and that's why we're doing this exercise. And I think everyone. Whatever you're doing it, I think you should try and just go all the way in. All the way in if it's traveling or sports or going to live by yourself or going to another country 
or doing a podcast or whatever thing that it seems or going sugarless or smokeless or no drink or whatever. Mm. Just I think just taking a decision of doing something that we know it's good for us, it just makes us feel superhumans. Totally. Well, thank you so much again, uh, Gerard, thank for being, so, I mean, for such an inspiring conversation uh, for, I mean, obviously being entrepreneur for some people, uh, it's like, uh, I mean, this huge thing, I mean, I'm not going to make it. Thank you for making it look less uh, daunting. I mean, with all the yeah. issues and all the challenges that we know we have, but Uh, and also for letting us know that even through difficult times uh, or the difficult times of the coronavirus, is it po it's possible to keep growing your business and, and maybe being happier uh, than ever before. 100%. 100%. So thank you again, Gerard. Take care and thank safe you. trip all over the world. See you in Iran or Pakistan or I don't know where, man. I would totally love when you get to Alaska with all this snow and all this stuff. I, I would I, I'm I mean, looking forward to see your crazy. pictures. Let, let, well, make sure you follow me and you can give me a let's, let's do a podcast on how it's been to be to Alaska, man. I mean... Totally, totally. Uh, sign me up for there. it. Well, okay, Alberto, thank you. Thank you very much. See you to everyone. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you. Well, guys, I hope you have liked the interview with Gerard. It was really and truly inspiring to hear his take on how to become an entrepreneur and what it takes to, to be in terms of skills that you may have. And it's always interesting to see different points of view of different entrepreneurs and understanding what it takes to be successful in the startup scene. So my reflection for today's episode has to do with being an entrepreneur. So why do you think there has been such an influx of new entrepreneurs in the past 15 or 20 years? This is something that it's quite interesting. Is it because it has become easier for everybody to start their own business? Or is it because we are just running away from tra traditional jobs and traditional companies and traditional way of living your professional life? So let me know what you think about in the comment section. You can always send me a message, a voice message also on Anchor. And I'll be happy to answer to all your questions and your comments also. So that's it for today's episode, guys. I hope that you have liked everything. If you did, please subscribe and share the podcast with someone that you think may like it as well. I'll be more than happy to reply and to answer to any messages or comments that you may have. Please let me know how can I keep improving this. You remember that I have just, I mean, this is a fifth episode, so there's more, much more that I have to learn to make it as appealing as possible and useful as possible for you. This week, we are going to have a bonus episode because I didn't want this episode to be so long. The bonus episode is going to be available on the same date as, as this one. And we are going to be talking about cookies, third-party data, and how marketers are going to tackle that issue in the upcoming years. So on the next episode, I'm, I'm going to have a very special guest to talk about Christmas and how brands have been nailing to connect with their customer through Christmas messages and Christmas communication. 
through the, through during the, this pandemic in 2020, but also we are going to take a look at very great examples in the past few years as well. So until the next episode, please be safe. I hope to see you soon. Lempi out. <laughs>